trying to soak in what it is. We already got a, a million things going through our head, and we're going through that. And, these, and, and, and it's even with these youth, they got a lot going on. Yes, Look they what's do. What's going on in this world today? Yep. They're not trying to come to church to hear, oh, you can't do that. You can't do this. You can't. And we want to hear something that's going to help us when we get ready to walk out them doors that's going to help us to survive what's going on out there in that world. And a lot of the leaders is about themselves. Yep. And it, 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 it's sad to say our world is dying because our, some of our leaders won't stand up and, and walk in their truth. If a lot of leaders <laughs> would stand up and walk in their truth yep. and, and, and show the, their, their members, hey, I got issues just like you got issues. Yep. And we're going to heal together. If we start, as leaders start healing together, yeah. it will be better and you will have more effect. We got to get out there and reach people. Yes. That, so, so that they, they, won't, they won't know that they can be they can be broken from their brokenness. Yep. They can be healed from their hurt. It's a lot of people that still walking around that are hurting, that wants to go into the church house, but because they're afraid of being judged, they're afraid of being yep. talked about, instead mm -hmm. of being healed and delivered from it, they stay away from it. Yes. They're like, I can get it out in the street. But they still hurting because they need somebody to grab them and hold them and tell them, it's, it's okay, let it go. And God is gonna, God is gonna help you. We, they need an outlet just like we as Christians need yeah. outlets. So we have to be able to be that type of person. And it's, it's with these leaders, all these churches that are shut down. It's not shut down for just because. It's shut down for a reason. We need our leaders to be leaders now. Right. To actually lead us right. to where we can all be able to heal. If our leader needs to be hugged, then our leader needs to be talked to. Our leader needs to be prophesied over or just prayed for. That's what we need to do. Right. But we can't do it if you behind, you standing behind the right. with your chest struck out. Right. And, and, mm -hmm. and like you just, you just go whoop the world. And we know you hurting, but you don't want nobody to come to you to, to, to right. touch you and say, hey, let's pray, Pastor. Right. I know you need it. Because we all do. Everybody, yeah. everybody. And sometimes people don't even really need to hear your voice. Sometimes people just need you to be there to be the ear and the shoulder. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, as being a, a life coach, I've experienced that and I've learned to be more of listening. You know, we're having like with our family, we, you know, sometimes we talk, we talk real fast and mm -hmm. we'll be talking sometimes. We so used to just talking almost at the same time. Right. But then during the time of me being a coach and being a professional coach, when I'm actually dealing with a client, if they talk for a whole hour and it's been a time to where, you know, my husband asked me, he'd be like, is you still on the phone? And I, you know, put my finger up like, yeah. And then when I get done, he'll say, Dog, he said, I wasn't trying to time you, but you was like 45 minutes just sitting there quiet. I said, because as a coach, they they taught me during school is you have to be a great listener. I don't care how long they talk. And then once they get done talking, you take them back to the very first thing they started talking about before you start ending with what they ended with their conversation. That way you keep them intact, intact to what, where they are and then take them right on back and say, hey, how did you get there? Because, see, we want to get fish out of the pond, out of the sea and think it's already clean. You got to it's never you will never if you find a fish that's already clean. My advice to you is to throw it back. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, because you never get a fish out of the pond clean. And we expect for people to come to us already clean. You got people that's been doing things for years. And I always use this man that made so many people laugh, Mrs. Doubtfire. That man right there had was in so many homes. I know he was in mine with me and my kids, our family. Had us laughing, somewhat kind of make you cry because of the sad parts of the movie. But all that time that man was in your homes making you laugh he was battling with depression see that's the thing that people don't want to talk about and if you get some bold leaders to really stand up instead of them always whooping up other people and get up and say you know what let me tell you this I was battling and I'm still battling with that I don't like for people to tell me if I messed up okay if you messed up be big enough to say okay yeah I did I apologize you know sometimes I apologize even if I wasn't wrong because you to you you might be right but to them, you were wrong. So sometimes you just need to be the bigger person and say, you know what? If I offended you, I'm sorry. But let me tell you, I was dealing with this, that, and the other. And I didn't want nobody to know. We want to stay hidden so much to where we rather hurt somebody else just to keep ourselves hidden behind the mask. We rather just walk on folks' heads and back and just make them be okay. You just be okay with what you're feeling. But let me tell you what I'm feeling. No, sometimes people just need us to listen. Sometimes they don't need to hear anything. Okay? That's why the time is now for people to be more open with speaking yeah. out right because a lot of this a lot of this stuff that people is dealing with is beyond now it's this yes. goes back from childhood you ain't this joking stuff, this is all yeah. learned yep. behavior yeah keep yep. your mouth closed don't yep. say this don't say that yep. this is learned behavior yes what goes on this house stays you start learning <laughs> yeah what caused you to yep. be the way that you are yeah it goes back to when you was a child yeah the true. way you was yeah. taught yep and, and, and like I said, if you grow up uh, in a dysfunctional background where you seeing your uncles and your dad fighting, they getting drunk and they outside fighting. I mean, they getting offended because somebody say one little thing and here we go, everybody fighting and, and arguing and, and you grow up in that. What is that going to do to you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? You got a lot of people deal with, they think only people that have PTSD is those that have been in the military. That's That's not not true. That's not true. That you done been through anything. What is it? uh, Post-traumatic stress disorder. Disorder. That could be anybody. You know, you go through so much. When I had my counselor, uh, when I went to a counselor, when she told me, she asked me, she said, when you went through all of that, she said, you just not seeing a counselor. You just not seeing a counselor now. She said, who did you talk to? I said, my children, when they got older, mainly my oldest daughter, you know, uh, a lot of times my oldest daughter will hold me when I'm crying or she would be right there. So a lot of stuff she saw. You know, a lot of stuff I didn't have to tell her. Yeah. A lot of stuff she saw. She she was like I was when I was a child. People, you don't remember anything since you was in diapers. That's a lie. Yes, I do. Yes, <laughs> I do. Shook you up and got you emotional when I brought up a situation. Yes, I, yes. And so that you know, we don't think that people still remember. You got everybody don't remember like that. But I was one of those babies, and she was too, to where she remembered a lot. Cause when when she came to me and say I saw Daddy do dot dot dot. I broke because I was like, what? Because certain things I did not tell them till they got older because I never wanted to be that type of mother to where, yeah, I went through that with your daddy, but that's but 
That was between me and him. Y'all still don't spend time with your daddy. A lot of stuff I didn't speak on until I got older. Yeah. I just sat back, watched, and observed a lot. Some things I would speak on. Some things I was acting out on. Yeah. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. I just never really spoke on it. But when I got older, you know, hey... I remember this and I remember yeah. that, you know. I was shocked. I can't even lie. And, you know, it, 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 it kind of becomes, like, for me, for instance, my daughter, She, uh, I heard a lot of stuff from her when she was younger. And it was a lot of things that I didn't want to tell her. But when I got older, she said, Mom, I remember this. Mm-hmm. I remember when you did this. And I'm like, how do you remember this? She said, because I, I remember this. And one thing that, that made me, prompt me to talk to my daughter was, my mom, she always made it an open door policy for her kids to say whatever they need to say. Yeah. She never, t- she never mm-hmm. told us not to. She said, whatever going on, baby, I don't care what it is. <laughs> you tell her now she's regretting it because we tell her everything. But my daughter has said, Mom, I want I want you to be able I want to be able to tell you when things are going on. And I see certain things that she's going through now that I went through when I was when when she was coming up and she was like and I, I, I had to I cried about it and she was like, Mom, why are you crying about it? And I told her I said, Because I see you in me because those were some of the things that I went through. I never let her see me and her dad get into it. So she never knew me and her dad ever argued until she got older and her dad told her. And she said, Well mama, why what was you doing? Why was why did you keep it from me? Because I didn't want her to grow up in that type of environment. Because in that environment where she thought it was okay right. to see this disruption going on in the household. So she, when she was younger, she lived in a household where we put aside what we had going on to cater to her because she was our own child, cater to her so she wouldn't have to grow up in that kind of environment. I grew up in that kind of environment. I grew up watching my mom fight and get cussed out and and disrespected and 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 stuff like that i grew up around my grandmother disrespecting us us wanting stuff and i my daughter didn't know all this and i finally had to break and tell her because it was hurting me so bad because when i saw her go through this incident i was like okay baby mama gotta tell you this mama went through this and we gonna get through this because if we don't tell them, yeah, and if we don't let mm-hmm. our children know that mm-hmm. we have is we had issues and we had mis- we made mistakes and how we came out of mistakes, how are we expecting our children to heal? And then they're having children, and they're gonna go out here and be gold. Yes. But you know what? It's something. It's something that you said, and I wanna kind of go back to where when uh with, by my oldest daughter, because my other two they really don't remember a whole lot. Uh, my especially my son because he's the baby. They and he, blocked it out. Yeah, yeah. They really don't like she said. They blocked it out. But I would always tell my kids that you know uh, to tell me I don't care who or what it is. Let me know if anything going on because I knew what I went through. Yes. But I believe I, if I'm to my knowledge, my oldest daughter said the reason why she would never probably say anything to me, and I'm gonna let her say why she felt she couldn't. Because I always left that, I always left my kids open to let them know, hey, even if a grown person disrespect you, you have the right to speak up and let your mama deal with the consequences. But I always left that open to where my children, you don't hide nothing from me. 
But I think it was a reason why she did it, and I'm gonna let her if she well, wants to. Well, I'm I don't know if you're speaking on when I told you as I gotten older, the reason why I speak on a lot of stuff because I had already experienced you being gone. Okay, that I didn't want you being locked up and gone from me again. Mm -hmm. So I guess in a nutshell, when you when you you don't want to have your kids so fearful of knowing that you're gonna act out because mine was doing it. They wouldn't tell me certain things. Mm -hmm. like, I know you're gonna go to the school and do this and do that. Yeah. So now I had to be like, okay, you know what? I want you to tell me what's going on, and yeah. I won't go up there and do this. If this, yeah. is not, this is not what you want me to do, I won't go up there and do this. Yeah. You just got to be able to explain to them what mm -hmm. they're seeing. Yeah. Because that's probably that 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 was the problem with the older people. Like you saying, they come up, everything is hush hush. Okay, I'm seeing you go through this. Why am I being hush hush? Why right. don't you want me to say anything? Right. right. Yeah. Or why are you taking this? To yeah. Give me your reason why you're doing it. Right. Because mm -hmm. I can be okay with saying like, okay, I don't want to go that route, right. or I can go this route. I see why she did what she did. Yeah. And see, with me, um, when she, when she said she didn't want to for me to get locked back up again because she knew how my temper was. But because I was a single parent for such a long time, however, I had to protect my kids. You know, I was quick. My kids, somewhat, she was, and my nephews, they was happy for me to go to their school. <laughs> they, did not, they didn't hide that part with me coming to them schools. But because sometimes I would just pop up, they didn't even know it. I'd be walking the halls and they didn't even know it. But, um, I never wanted my kids, well, mainly her, because the other ones really didn't, you know, say a lot to me about anything, but mainly her, because she experienced, by her being the oldest and looking out for her siblings when, you know, when I'm gone helping out or whatever, she's seen a lot, you know what I'm saying? So I could understand that she didn't want me knowing that my mama got a temper. I already know. If I tell my mama this person did that, she gonna kill them. And that's just point blank, because I used to tell them that. Yeah, I said, if anybody... Did ever do anything to you don't never let them tell you they can hurt your mama can't nobody hurt me i could i kill anybody and i want you all to know that because i wanted that was my way of trying to make my children because i was terrible. serious to, to not be, be fearful because I've heard if you tell this, then this going to happen. I've been in, uh, you know, around my family, some of my families, when they done went through certain things. And if you tell this, then such and such, it's going to happen to such and such. So I made a vow. My kids will not go through that. I will break your fingers, your toes, uh, your legs, your neck. You will not keep my kids to where they will not speak. And my grandkids, they somewhat the same way. Because my grandson, like my granny, I told my teacher now, my, I let mama go ahead and talk to her, but my granny, you don't want my granny to come to the school. And I done calmed down a lot, but I just, I'm, I'm really serious about not allowing anybody to hurt my family, anybody that's tied to me. And I'm not a person to where I'm quick to, you know, do anything to anybody. But if I have to defend my family, I'm just telling you, any means necessary. Yeah. So we have to be honest. You know, if you sit up there and say, ah, oh, man, if I see somebody doing so, I wouldn't do nothing. Nah, come on now. That's that's just that, that's that wannabe holy side of you that, you know, no. You're going to protect your, somebody walk up in your house and you got kids up in there. You're going to do whatever it takes to protect your anyway, house. Even if you so think you're not. I'm just like that about my children because I went through so much as mm -hmm. a child. I've, I'm talking about physically, emotionally, seen a lot, seen everybody go through. I made a pact. My kids is not going to go through that if I can help it. So, you know, I was, I, I apologize. I'm like, you know, I don't want you ever be in fear, but don't ever hide nothing from me because you think your mama going to go platinum on somebody, you know, and we're going to get ready. We got a few more minutes, y'all. We got about six minutes. 
And I want each one of you to get like two minutes to say something. Two minutes. And we're going to get ready to wrap this thing up. Uh, my, I'm going to start with my daughter since she's here. And then we're going to leave it with you all. And then I'm going to close it out. You want me to start in there? She want me to start with y'all. So, uh, Lady Shay, we haven't heard from you in a minute. Let's hear from you. Uh, so, do y'all believe that uh, living behind a mask can also be a generational curse? Oh, most definitely. Are mask words also? Oh yeah, that's where it started. That's where it started. Yeah. Exactly. So yep. it's kind of like, why would you be surprised? Because uh, my brother, he had just uh, he got charged. He's in jail because he had he has a he's aggravated assault, aggravated aggravated assault on his girlfriend. So and I was and my dad, he was just so surprised. And I'm like, I'm like, Dad, why are you surprised when? The stuff you did, your brothers did, abuse is just learned behavior. Right. It's there. Right. It's been there for years. Right. So and he 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 was just really surprised like he did not know that this was going on because I mean and that's the thing, when we met when we wear a mask so long and we hide behind our true selves that we really believe the other. Yeah. Instead of the truth. That's true. What the truth is is what you see and what you've done. You know, and even though, even if you have changed and you're not that person, come on, it's the fact that your past. Yeah. Because what what you see, you you can't mm-hmm. you cannot not not know that this book trickle on down. To you better say it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, I look at it all the you time, right? Next so it's kind of like, and I was just the like, no, I was like, no, Dad, this has you. I said you cannot bypass the fact that you, e- even if you didn't know, but you shouldn't be surprised because of what went on with you and my mother. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean the only thing you can do, well, for now is pray, and you know, and you know, because God's gonna do the rest. Right. I mean because we, He know what He did, you know, and He know it was wrong. So, and God has given Him many chances. So now it's kind of like, okay, God has given you warning. What you gonna do? I have warned my family about, okay, what are y'all gonna do? Because it's kind of like I remember Pastor Taylor told me a while back about how I was gonna be the one who was gonna get them saved mm-hmm. or set mm-hmm. free. And I'm talking to them, but it's kind of like I'm also letting God know, hey, God, you're gonna have to do it because I'm trusting you to believe that you will work it out. Mm-hmm. Because I can't, I, I can all I can do is pray, you know. That's right. So, all right, Eugenia. Um, if I can leave one thing, it's 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 time to unveil. That's it's it. It's time yeah. to, to to let go of the mask. Yeah. And walk into your true healing. Uh, I. Whatever we, whatever you done, whatever we've done in our life, mm-hmm. it's, it's time to let it go mm-hmm. and accept what we've done and move into a healing. We're not going to mm-hmm. heal until we accept that healing and mm-hmm. accept the fact that I look. If I look back and, and, and for me, I look back on the things that I have done. I'm 50 years old and I look back on things that I have done. And if I could change anything, I wouldn't. Because that's what I—that was my destiny. That's what I had to do. Now it, it that I can take off the mask in areas that I couldn't take off a mask. I can walk in my healing, and I—I I know I'm healed in areas—the areas that I really truly needed to be healed on. 
Mm-hmm. Take your mask off. That's yeah. it. It's time to take it off. It's That's time right. to walk in your healing. Yeah. God is waiting on you with open arms to walk in the healing that he has for you. Yes. If you just yes. take the mask off. It's yes. time to just throw the mask away. Right. Yes. And let, let yourself be free if you want to be free. And I pray that everybody out there who's listening wants to be free. Mm-hmm. It's time to be set free yes. of everything no matter what nobody say no matter how you feel they're going to judge you only person that you need to be worried about is God Amen. the one who created you the mm-hmm. one who made you who you are yeah. you're walking in the destiny that he's giving you walk in that destiny with pride hold your head up yeah. you did what you did oh well you doing what you're doing now That's oh right. well well, but you know what? Uh, mm-hmm. You want that real healing? You're gonna have to unlearn some things too. Yeah, everything right. that you learn coming up ain't always right. You that's gotta right. Okay, that's right. right. And humble yourself. That's right. Humble yourself to know when you error and and where you that's can make changes right. at. And to make changes, that's it don't start with what you're going through. Now it's gonna have to go back from where you first yeah. learned yeah. all of this stuff. Yeah. Because you're gonna get your true healing. Go yeah. go back to that's where you where you learned some of the stuff that right. ain't right yep. and that you thought was right. Go ahead and start unlearning. That's yeah. right. We are reprogrammable, just like your computer. Yeah. You can you can reprogram your computer. You can also reprogram your mind. You, you can, can you can change. You can, every so often you get it's updates. The updates. <laughs> That's right. But I wanna uh, I wanna leave with you all because our time is about one minute. Well, a minute and a half. I want to leave with you all, uh, for some of you that's listening, that tuned in live and those that are uh, listening across the world, let me say this to you. You owe your abuser no loyalty. You don't owe loyalty to your abuser. Your abuser can be your leader. Your abuser can be you. (laughs) Sometimes we, we, we abuse ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we harder on ourselves than other people, but you don't owe your abuser no loyalty. A lot of times, and the reason why I'm going here is because I do deal with battered women and children. A lot of times uh, they live behind a mask because they don't want to be judged. They don't want you to ask them, why did you stay? And that's the wrong thing to ask anybody because they could have been afraid of them or you never know if they threaten them for their life. You never know so many things, but you don't owe your abuser no loyalty. Speak out. If you know somebody that is dealing with abuse, speak out. If you're dealing with abuse, speak out. There are places where you can contact. You can also contact me. I do have a website and it will be put up that you can go on there and whatever you send to me, nobody know about it. Everybody that's connected to me, they know whatever they have spoken to me in private, it's going to stay there. I'm not, I don't been hurt like that before, but in our closing, I want you to remove your mask and get your complete healing. That's the only way you're going to get your healing is to remove the mask. Don't allow the bandaid to stay on there and get infected. Take the bandage off. In our closing, I want to say thank you for tuning in. I want to thank all the queens that are here that came out today. We're going to continue this. The platform is going to grow. Okay, we got to go out into the community, have table talks in the communities. We got to go out and reach. We got we can't just be in our little circle. We're going to go out and reach in the communities. So stay tuned for WWAP Queens, because guess what? We're growing. 
Our group is growing. The few of them that's not here, they had illnesses. One of them had to go out of town with their son. So you got a lot of graduation things going on right now. So some of them you didn't see, but it is many of us and we are a strong team of women. And if you need us, we are here. I'm going to say for me, everybody else, they can speak for themselves. But as for me, you can always reach out again. Welcome to GFN Nation Radio, a station for all people where we rock the house here again. Thank you. I love you all. You had something you want to say? Oh, I'm done. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I think the, uh, Wayne G is back in the back. And, you know, if you all want to have one, just one word that you want to say to the people, what would that one word be? One word. Healed. Yeah. Be set free and delivered. Okay. And God will I said one word. <laughs> That's all right. You good. You good. Queens. <laughs> yes. All right. Be set free. Yes. That's good. All right. Till next time. Welcome to GFN Nation Radio, a station for all people. Again, this is your girl. This is your host, Rhonda Taylor, coming to you live here. God bless you. Till next time. Thank you for tuning in. No doubt. See you soon.